We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining us Friday, December 13th by Jordan Cooper to discuss Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, Champions League group stage is over now. We're going to the knockouts. Are you going to come back? Maybe. Maybe I'll come back. I don't know. The slates are smaller, but then I don't like small slates. And I haven't even been playing well recently. So maybe, maybe I don't. Like that, that, that's one, that's one thing that I, I maybe, uh, I failed in, in tout 103 school, you know, in, in the third of the most advanced class. Of course. Uh, uh, I, I failed, uh, to, to never disclose when you're just simply not playing well. And I think the past two or three slates for EPL, like I just I, I I have not focused enough and just not played well. So you, so you actually see the problem is is that you're taking ownership of that. Um, so why is that problem? Because that's that's well beyond tout one hundred and three. Well, I don't, that, that, I don't think we failed the class. I can't be one. I can't I can't be one because I have to act as if all my wins are consider are always, and then my losses, no one. No one finds out about it, right? Well, no, you can you can admit to losses. It's just not taking ownership of the losses. Like you say, you're not playing well. Uh, but obviously, oh, 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 there was I, some I sort of variance. Losses, as in, like, or, oh, I played well, but the other people got lucky. Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh. No. No. I just haven't played well. <laughs> no. I mean, why? What? But that, isn't that what you're supposed to do? I look and I go. I go. I. I. I didn't play Delafeu. I played Zaha over mm-hmm. Delafeu. I was shocked of, at some, when I saw that. Because of some bias of like it's Delafeu, he'll play sixty minutes, he'll get two points or whatever, and not just like he's the he's forward eligible and he's the home set piece taker and just take him at sixty six hundred. And I mean, I don't even know if I would have cashed even if I did that little swap because then mm-hmm. it got to the point where I I had to fade De Bruyne and I have to bring I play Hayes. I mean, like it's one of those things where you're down by twenty and it's just like ah, how do I differentiate? Because I yeah. need to make up ground here, uh, but. But like, but those types of decisions, like, Ed, like, like, if I was, if I, if I was concentrating enough, and not like I'm obviously playing multiple sports and everything, and doing content and writing, that I would have just said like, let everyone else make like, that to me, uh, th- looking at the t- past two games with Delafeu is just bias. 
Like, look at the situation that it's currently in and what makes one a play better than another, and I didn't do that. And even if I would have lost otherwise or won otherwise, like, I thought that was a bad decision by me. Mm-hmm. And then when I see other people's lineups and go, oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you're, yep, I, I made a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I paid the price for it. But there are plenty of times where I make a bad decision and it works out, and I still think that. That, you know, oh, okay, I made a bunch of money making a mistake playing, you know, 4% owned Juan Mata in cash. You know, like that type (laughs) of stuff. Right? And he gets that bailout assist, and then, uh, you know, but I still look at that going, like, no, I I made a poor decision, and I got bailed out. Mm -hmm. So, like, always viewing your game, you know, objectively, I think is important. And all, I played plenty of slates extremely well this year. I'm 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 positive. I'm I'm profiting. It's just a matter that on the context of specific slates, especially the past two or three, I've second guessed myself. I've gotten too cute. I've not just played straightforward, and it, it's cost me. Okay. Well, so let's let's make all those mistakes again. Let's yeah. go, let's see. <laughs> Because a lot of times it's not a matter of like, oh, I didn't play a, a player that like we never mentioned on the podcast. Like it's just a, con- a construction of, yeah. Like, do you pay up here? Or do you pay up there? And it's like I paid up in this spot, and like all everyone else did the opposite. And I'm looking, going, okay, maybe I made a mistake. So it's mm-hmm. not just a matter of like, like, oh, I forgot to play Oliver McBurney in cash, and like I didn't consider him, and everyone mm-hmm. else did. That like that that those aren't the mistakes. Like no yeah, one's yeah. coming out with lineups. And I'm looking going, how did they choose that guy? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, the cash game player pool really isn't as big as people think it is. Like, it's it really comes down more to construction than players. Right. So, but that's how it is in, in every sport. Sure, sure. Yeah. All right, well, let's jump into this one. We have uh, one big team. We can call them two, maybe. Neither of them are Man City or Liverpool. Um. You want to run through the uh, sure. the odds here? Okay, the largest favorite on the slate currently is Leicester City, minus four forty or so, at home against Norwich City. Uh, that's uh, that's one of the ties totals mm-hmm. three and a quarter. The next biggest, which is close, is Chelsea minus four ten or so, at home against Bournemouth, and that totals around three and a quarter. Then we got uh, then we got the ones that are much much closer. Uh, Sheffield United minus one fourteen at home to Aston Villa. That's around two and three quarters. Southampton minus one oh six at home, and that's hovering close to three against West Ham. And then Burnley minus one oh six at home to Newcastle, and that's the lowest total on the slate. That's that's two and a quarter. That's I mean It's ugly. That's ugly. Uh but I mean, they're still at like even though they have like natural home favorites like Southampton and Burnley and Sheffield. Even though it's not like it's even though it's it's over even money. Like, like they're getting they're getting that bump for being home. But outside of that, like in a neutral ground, this would be a pick'em game. Yep. So knowing that, we're gonna look at forward. The anytime. Goal scoring odds for two players on this slate mm-hmm. exceed minus two fifty. Yeah, and it's two players that, like, even even on slates where we have those types of players, typically it's Aguero, yep, or Kane, or someone or Salah or something like that. Uh, on this slate, it's Vardy and Abraham. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Vardy's but, the most expensive player on the slate. Right, and he's I think he's the most expensive I've ever seen, Jamie Vardy. Maybe. A 10-8? 10-8. I mean, that's what you pay now, for Abraham a guaranteed is, goal. True. Abraham, it, I mean, Abraham is most likely to start, but it's quite possible he doesn't. Sure. Right, okay. I mean, understand we have the late, the late game is is the Southampton-West Ham game. Yes. So everything else is is going to be in. If see the thing, the thing, dif- the difference is because I, I I still don't play Jamie Vardy in cash mm-hmm. at ten eight. Yep, but because because 
you could the logic is someone will make the case of like, well, we do when when Aguero is ten eight. I mean, like we consider that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the difference is is that like when when Aguero is minus two fifty, Man City are like a minus one thousand favorite. Does that make does that change? Does that matter? Because I mean, I th- I think it does. Like the disparity between the teams. Like I'm much more comfortable playing Liverpool at a minus nine hundred favorite over like Norwich or something than Leicester City. Even though Leicester City are approaching the top six or past them, or past one or two of them already. Mm-hmm. But is it one of those things where I don't consider it? It can't. In a vacuum, it can't be crazy to play a 10-8 player with those odds at forward in cash. I think it's crazy to do it when there's a similar player more than 1,000 less. Okay, so so if you were, you would play Abraham. Well, <clears throat> I think if you're considering Abraham, you play the cheaper guys. Like I but think Abraham there's a, a but but what, what, Abraham is in the same situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still think you're better off playing the other guys in cash. Oh, I, well, I know that. I know what you're I'm, saying. I'm, I right. But I'm saying that the the difference that we have is that if this was like an Aguero slate at ten eight, like we usually don't play just Aguero in those situations. Right, because we're playing De Bruyne or we're playing another forward eligible. Right. And you like can do, do that with Leicester. You can pay. 22 what is it 21 one for two of their players like you would pay Aguero and De Bruyne um but we usually try to justify like Amarez or Bernardo that they have like some floor and Vardy really has like no floor like it's none he's like the 25 point right, Bryce like- guy Right, right. He's 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 not, he's not not someone that typically wakes up and has eight shots on goal. Right. So I'm just he's saying someone like, that has three shots. Like and his shots are either goals or they don't exist as shots. Like he, <laughs> right. That's what he gets. Yeah. So I I think the way I'm looking at this is if this was a Man City and Tottenham slate, and you had Aguero at ten eight, and Kane at nine seven, you'd probably give more consideration for Kane. If they were both huge, you know, if they had similar odds and everything just because of right. the salary savings. Right. But if you're looking at Kane and you have the possibility of getting back when Erickson was a cash play, if you could get Erickson slightly cheaper, they'd be like, oh, we'd probably just play Erickson then. And I think right. that's what you I fall mean, but, into with both of these guys. Right. But for GPP, do you think people are going to be willing to pay 10 8 for Jamie Vardy? Sure. Okay. I mean, so do you, you don't think name value is going to, like, people are going to be like, uh, I mean, he'll be owned regardless. I'm just I'm just trying to decide on whether or not, like, will it be as inflated as if this was Man City or Liverpool or anything like that. I guess you. That they don't look and go, like, 10-8, I can't play 10-8 for, Mar- for Vardy. I think people will play him, but I don't think he's, like, overly owned because of the Chelsea guys. Right. But for cash, like, in this range... You'd have to consider Willian to be the top option at nine five. Yeah. Yep. Because his floor in comparison to Abraham or Vardy is like a goal's worth of points without scoring a goal. Mm-hmm. I yeah. It's not quite that high. Right. I yeah. mean that, right. It's not what but it's not quite that high, but Willian has enough goal scoring odds himself, although it's mm-hmm. lower yeah. than all the other I mean, he's still plus one twenty five. If you if you go by that, yep. So like, if he's plus one in twenty five, that means like what forty forty five ish percent chance mm-hmm. to score around there. So that the equity of that would be like what five points, right? Five ish points, yeah. Plus his six point seven point floor for peripherals as it is. So like, if this was like a very simple projection, it would be around thirteen. Mm-hmm. Which is about a goal's worth a point. Sure. But, I mean, Vardy and Abraham's projection would be lower than that. Or very close to it with a range that's much wider. There you go. That's a better way to put it. Yep. 
But I think on the context of the slate, you're not paying. I mean, on the context of the slate, it's quite possible you make a construction that doesn't even have Willie on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? So, I mean, like, we're, <laughs> we're just beating around the bush here that, like, you don't have to play these expensive players. Nope. I think for, for cash games, I think, I mean, William will be will be popular. He will, yep. Right? I think the, the next guy that will be popular in a little mid-range would be our good old boy, Dwight McNeil. For sure. Even though it's the, the lowest total game, but, I mean, he's share set pieces and... Uh, Yep, open play crosser, and he plays ninety minutes. Yeah, I I want to at least say the name Callum Hudson Adoy because if he starts, he should be the cash forward over Willian. Yeah, only because his open play value is so much greater than Williams, and he's significantly cheaper. Right, he's eighty two hundred. Yeah, I also want to mention since we talked a lot about Vardy, if uh, Lester lines up in this four three one two formation, uh. Like, if I was in GPP, I would play a ton of Kelechi Iannaccio. Mm-hmm. That price is kind of insane, but yeah. Yeah, but it's just all, I'm just talking about the leverage off of Vardy. Mm-hmm. But then we got guys, I, I mean, I know you wrote your article. Uh, you mentioned some people up here. Based on Steve Bruce's comments, I'm assuming Almiron is is not going to start. Yeah. The, Almiron is the perfect reason why we waited on the podcast for Friday and why I should have waited for my article for Friday. But yeah, it sounds like he's not going to play. Right. So that removes a, a dinky. Yep. And it's not like there are... It's not like he was like the better one of the lower-priced forwards. That I think there's no, only one that people would consider one. and it's a mistake. What? I think there's only What's one a- other low price four that anybody should consider. And it's a mistake. And it's a mistake. Really? Yeah. So don't play Nathan Redmond. I I, I just don't think he's very good. I know I know he's not very good, but like what But I think he's the, on- he's the guy. Yeah. He's the guy for right, but that. Right. And of course in the late game. Most likely he starts. I yeah. mean, like, he, he has been, and he yeah. has been playing, like, the whole game yep. for the most part. I, to me, it's not a matter of, is Redmond good? It's a matter of, sure. is is my go. lineup more optimal with a cheaper forward and paying up for midfielders rather than play something like Willian McNeil? Sure. No, I get it. So just that uh, you have to compare Redmond like, see, if you compare Redmond to a 5,500 defender, I'd rather have the defender. Mm-hmm. If you compare Redmond to a $5,500 midfielder, I may be able to find one in that range. I probably want the $5,500 midfielder. The problem is, is that I need to fill a second forward spot. Sure. So, like, I'd much rather, this is, you know, just like many slates, I'd much rather only play one forward. Yeah. That would be great. Okay, why can't DraftKings just have one forward slot and then three midfielders? <laughs> or another utility. What can they do to because to, to, to me this is always this is always the the issue with construction that you're like you're vomiting at your forward spots. And they could just make everyone like midfield forward eligible and just not matter. Yeah. I think there's a decent chance that Michael Antonio outscores Redmond. And I think you could also convince yourself that Ashley Barnes does too if he starts. But I don't know how you go in here playing Barnes and McNeil. I mean, you can. Sure. I mean, I I wouldn't. Yeah. You can. Yep. Uh, Up up in more of the GPP range or whatever. Did you think that you'd ever see a day where Danny Ings was (laughs) 8,500? On a showdown slate when I captained Right, but he scored in the past couple of games. Like, he's actually scoring goals. Five straight. That means it has to happen. Mm -hmm. Or it it doesn't. They can't do it. Those are the options, yes. Whatever bias you want to go by, right. But as always, like any of the other options, feel free to take a shot in GPP. Play, play Michael Obafemi. Play Jay Rodriguez if, if Barnes isn't in. Play Hilaire. Play who? I mean, play whoever. Yeah, whoever. Right. I mean, these are all no-floor no guys that they get to score a goal. They leave you with snowflake. Yep. 
Although down here, they're probably so low that the snowflake doesn't even apply. Like a zero is their floor. Right. Like, okay, <laughs> like, this is the, what, what's the point in putting this little graphic there? Like, you should have known better. Like, exactly. This is his average. Mm-hmm. His average is 1.3. Let's talk about the guys, why we don't want to pay up for forwards. Okay, James Madison's 10-3. So, like, mm-hmm. is, there, is, there any, is, is there any reason to get cute and just, like, not play him? You tell me. You did this two weeks ago with William. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I did. Yeah. And I won. Oh, you did? Well, I mean, I won enough. I mean, I know Madison's goal at like 90 plus six yep. hurt me in a ton of contests. Uh-huh. But I did make money that slow. Oh, okay. Just not, not, not as much. Not yep. I made you know, like 20 bucks comparison to like 1,500. Right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not bitter of a goal of a goal one minute to go with the rest of the game, right? And it's like, okay, I got Ward Prowse. I got I got all my points that I need. I just need to fade Madison's ceiling. Like I'm fine with Madison getting eighteen points. That's perfectly fine. I'm good. Then right at the end of the game he just mm-hmm. does it to me. At like seventy eight percent owned. So like oh, that's yeah. what I mean by like it just knocks it knocks me out everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think on this I think on this slate I mean, you can play a build with William and Madison. Yeah, you can. You can. I, I think I, it's quite possible what I do. I can't. I don't. I don't know what would have to happen. What would come out? That. I still don't think that Madison is underpriced comparison to some other players, but given the context of. Like who they're playing? Like mm-hmm. we're talking about less. But we're, we play Madison. Like this is how it, I mean. I I do the same at like goalkeeper, right? When we talk about the difference between the odds and the pricing, and we do that at forward when talking about the difference of the odds and the pricing. Mm-hmm. We play James Madison at this price in a pick'em matchup with Lester on the road. Sure, right? If they were playing, let's say yeah, at uh, Chelsea. Be, right. Well, not even at but not even at Chelsea. Let's let's use an, a. Not perceived good team. Oh. Like, if, if they were on the road to Sheffield, Leicester would, I mean, maybe be a minus 105. I mean, like, it still would be close to even money on the road. And we'd play Madison at this price. Yeah. Leicester's at home as, as a minus 450 favorite. James Madison is the is, is everything. I mean, like, the highest floor player in the in the Premier League and he's the majority set piece taker and playmaker of the biggest favorite on the entire slate. Mm-hmm. He should be like twelve thousand. Yeah, I was just about to say that. That exact number. So, right? If he's if so, if he's technically seventeen hundred over underpriced, then it would be much better to play him and then two kind of lower mid range midfielders than try to like jam in the three of these like eight k level guys. That's the build you'd be doing with that with without with like Willian. Like if you didn't want to play, if you wanted to at least like not have to punt at two defender spots and play Willian and Madison together. Like if you're playing like McNeil, Redmond, Madison, it's like you may be able to get one of these other like higher end guys, but that's that's it. You're gonna have to find a cheap midfielder somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you so think the question, th- the question is, the well, question what I'm asking is that, is Madison's floor worth paying 10-3 versus guys like Grealish at 8,700, Mount at 8,300, and Ward-Prowse at 8,000? Um, I think you still play Madison, but I think the more interesting question is whether you play those three guys instead of Madison and William. So you're not playing Madison or William. Right. To get Graylish, Mount, and Ward Prowse. No, I, I don't think that's optimal. Okay. I agree with you. I, but I think I, I actually because of these midfielders, including Madison, um, I struggle to see the build with Willian making the most sense. Unless you're playing him with Madison and then like I the non-Willion lineup includes Madison and one of these midfielders. 
Right. And I think I think I think these midfielders have higher floors than William. Exactly. So the uh, maybe not Mount. I, I see Mount is weird. Like when Mount, Mount is, is on and Williams, right? Like it's 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 a slate where I think I'm less likely to play Chelsea in my team. Yeah, even as a big favorite than Leicester. My first run through included no Chelsea, and I had like defender spots to fill. I was like, oh, I'll just throw the defenders in, and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. Like Chelsea's going to crush Burnmouth, and I have nobody but defenders. Yeah, but that's fine. But it's, yeah, it's... We'll get down there. But how would you rank these three between Grealish, Mount, and Ward-Prowse? Uh, Ward-Prowse, Grealish, and Mount. Okay, that's Only exactly be- how I would But But I, I did hesitate a little bit on Grealish because of the price. Like, I'm not sure he should be more expensive than Ward-Prowse and Mount as an away underdog, even though they're only no. playing Sheffield United. No, no, I agree with you. I think, I think, uh, I think Ward-Prowse is efficiently, I think Ward, I think, Grealish is overpriced, but not like overpriced by a ton. Like Grealish should be eight thousand, right? But his floor is still quite. I mean, he still has a high floor. I think Grealish is the better GPP pivot off of Madison than the other two, though. Yeah, I think Grealish has a higher ceiling than yeah. the other two players. Grealish could show up with two goals and seven crosses. I mean, right. he could show up with a a forty-two point game with two goals right. because he still has another twenty peripheral points. Yep. Like, I think GPP-wise, Ward-Prowse is actually the worst one. Oh, well, you, you, maybe maybe Southampton gets a couple of penalties. Yeah, they might. Eh, man, you never know. But I don't think you can play... I mean, you obviously can't play four of them since you don't have the spots. And right. Th- and three is really tough if one of them is Madison. Right. Uh, okay, so going a little bit down further. Mm-hmm. Not that much down further. He's questionable, but is there a world where you, in the lowest total game, as an away team, I know I'm, I I don't even have to say these variables. <laughs> is there a world that you pay seven thousand for John Joe Shelby? You uh, did not play him for nine thousand last weekend. Oh, that was on like the Sunday slate or something. Mm-hmm. Nine thousand. Yeah, but he scored a goal, right? I mean, he's going to get these bailout goals, right? Three, three, pa- three in the past, you know, three games. That's right. right. I mean, you if you're playing Vardy, Ings, and Shelby, I don't know how you lose money. I really don't. Yeah, but you take away the goals. He doesn't have. He still doesn't have much. I mean, they barely got any like Zeppi's opportunities. Um, I mean, it's ten, eight point seven, and ten for his last three games. Floor. Floor. I mean, that's not bad. No, it's not bad. Would you play him over any of the guys we just mentioned? No. <laughs> okay, so th- th- that's the <laughs> point that I'm making. I'm trying to make you think of it. What's crazy is that he has taken pretty much all of their set pieces in this three-game run, and he has five crosses. <laughs> right. But no, I don't I don't see a reason to pay 7000 for Shelby when I think there are some cheaper guys that you can get by with. Like El Ghazi at sixty eight hundred, <laughs> right? What's going on here? Like, I think I, if he starts, first off, mm-hmm. I still th- like I think Shelby is like eight, I think Shelby and El Ghazi are like eight hundred overpriced. Sure. I think John Fleck is. I mean, like some of these there, guys. Th- in this this city, whole group is very expensive, except I think for Robert Snodgrass. Right. Like that's why it doesn't make. That's why this group doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. Like it, it feels like in this group between Shelby, El Ghazi, if he starts, obviously Fleck, Snodgrass, Buendia, mm-hmm. even you could throw in McGinn mm-hmm. if starting at six thousand. Like out of all these, like I, I would think that, like it would be Snodgrass that would be seven thousand. Yeah, and then like then you shift everything down from there. Like Snodgrass is seven thousand, then Shelby is sixty six hundred, and Fleck is sixty is sixty two hundred. I mean, yeah. like I, I look at things like that. So to me, like out of all these in this range, I prefer Snodgrass, and and I know some people are going to, you know, if if Wendia is starting, go sixty two hundred. That's a pretty good price. Like, but in like think in terms of. This is how I this is how I think of it at least. Maybe it's wrong. You tell me. 
if Buendia starts and they were playing Liverpool, would you consider playing him at 6,200? No. Okay. Oh, I, you don't have to convince me. I'm all in on this not playing guys against Leicester. Right, but that, but I'm just highlighting the point of people aren't going to view Leicester as, oh, it's it's not like a top six team or anything. Like, it's Leicester. It's like, no, no, no. Leicester are a bigger favorite this late than Chelsea. Mm-hmm. So if you're going, I, if you're thinking, we're going to get to this guy, if you're thinking in terms of, I can't play Ryan Frazier at 5,200 against Chelsea, then you better not have Emiliano Buendia in your lineup either because... Like, Buendia is a thousand more and even more of an underdog. Yep. I think the... But I can well, I can absolutely make a case, absolutely, if starting, of playing Ryan Frazier against Chelsea for 5,200. Oh, yeah. I did it. I did it. I made the case, sort of. I, I even think that, from a ceiling perspective, that he's better play in a vacuum than Oliver Norwood. Yeah. Sure. And I'd play him in a, if he was forward eligible. I'd play him over Redmond. Oh my god! Not a, that's not a question. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I consider playing Trezeguet if he was forward eligible over Redmond. Mm-hmm. If starting, or like Horahan. Did I get it right? Did mm, I do it right? No, you didn't. Howerhan. Howerhan. Yeah. Horahan. Rhymes with Towerhan. Howerhan. Okay. Yeah. The, the like salary Howard, difference, like Howran and, and Norwood, are like just basically like defensive midfield types that have set piece responsibility and like they're they're mid fives. Like yeah. I'd rather play defenders at that price, but like, what makes them any any? I mean, Ryan Fraser, like, but it's against Chelsea. Like, if starting, like, I'm surprised at how big the salary difference is between Graylish and McGinn because they were like close for a while. And then Graylish started scoring goals, and it just completely separated. Which makes sense, but like their floors are still fairly like close enough where there shouldn't be a twenty seven hundred dollar difference. Right. I but mean, the la- I mean, McGinn hasn't scored in, in the Premier League since September, mm-hmm. but his but his his floor. I mean, I'm looking just at six, yeah. ten, six, five, twelve, fourteen, ten. I mean, some of them with an assist, but some of these they had a bunch of shots. Yep. I mean, I can't consider the ones at Chelsea, at Man United, but I mean, at Chelsea, it got 10.8 points. Right. No, I think McGinn's fine. Yeah. I'd rather play, I'd personally, like, if I'm down here, like, I, McGinn, I got, I got a view as maybe I play over Howerhan. Oh, that's funny. I was going to say, I, I definitely play him over Howerhan and Norwood. I think the question is whether you play him over Frazier. Right. If you, I mean, obviously, the, the $800 difference. Mm-hmm. It's quite possible. I mean, I'm... But I play Snodgrass anyway. Right. It doesn't right, really matter. But, right. But maybe you're playing a build with two of these guys. That's why... Sure. I don't know. It depends on your construction. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd play Snodgrass, yes. I mean, with the... I mean, these set pieces and a wing player, and it's it's against Southampton. Yeah. So, like, I'm not scared of Southampton. But I have no problem with Frazier. Like... Like, let's say you wanted to make a build where it's Vardy, Willie on. You fade Madison, and you play, like, three of these. You play Snodgrass, Frazier, and McGinn. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, I, I don't consider that to be, an, like, an optimal build for cash. But absolutely viable. But you get it, yeah. Me. Right. How about Felipe Anderson at 5000 It seems like West Ham is priced down, even though Southampton sucks. They're garbage, yeah. That's why. <laughs> I don't I don't need to take risks on non-Snodgrass West Ham at this point. Okay, but I mean, but Felipe Anderson at GPP at 5000 Sure. I mean, he is a, he is a ceiling. He yeah. He's a 30-plus point ceiling, right? Yeah, go nuts. Do, do you play uh, Lundstrom at 4800 and and try to luck box a goal like I do every time I play him? No. When, when, yeah, but when I play him, he's, he's 3,200. Right, so. exactly. What do you do? Like, if let's say we need a midfielder in this range. I'm not sure you do. You play Sean Longstaff. That's if he starts. What sure. what, what, what are you talking about? Well, <clears throat> Shelby's most likely out. St. Maximin is out. Um, so I mean, who? No, Longstaff would be the one that takes set pieces. Yeah. Atsu might would, take end a few. Up, I end, thought that's who you were going to talk about. Who? But 
Christian Atsu. Oh yeah, no, I was going to talk about him also. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, see, you you did the thing. You still you still don't get this. You bring up the guy that it's like people are going to be like, oh, why not Atsu at forty seven hundred? And we talk about it a little, and you go, but. I actually don't think Atsu is even worth the conversation. That's why. Oh, okay. I'll say you skipped over the first. Yeah, it's just not. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Same reason I didn't talk about Harry Wilson. I think they're just. just Right, but it's against Chelsea. It's like if I'm going to play anyone against Chelsea, it's probably going to be Ryan Frazier. So, like, okay. I think if you're going to look in this range, people are going to be tempted at Robbie Brady. That's who I thought we would talk about. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's the one that I'm more like, oh, well, he's there. And it's possible he doesn't. Maybe Aaron Lennon starts. We don't know. If you're going to think about playing Robbie Brady, you should just play Sean Longstaff. See how I did that? If you're going to think about playing Robbie Brady, you could play McLean. Yeah. I would. 4,200. I get it. I get it. But there's no way I'd play McLean over Longstaff. Right. Well, I wouldn't play McLean over Longstaff. I mean, I'm just highlighting the fact. Of course, what's going to happen is that Norwich is going to score four goals and whatever. Is that like Leicester is as big of a favorite on the slate as any top team would be on any other slate? Yeah. So don't think in terms of Leicester being le- like, oh, it's not, it's not Arsenal. But I mean, Leicester's better than Arsenal. I mean, like, you have to come to the realization that Leicester may be better than some of these, than all the other teams other than Man City and Liverpool. It's just funny because you keep going back to that. Like, look at the odds. They're like just like Man City, and yet none of that made you actually really consider Vardy in cash. No, but he's still got. But I mean, I don't like playing. I don't like playing Aguero or Salon cash either. So, like, but you do it. It's the same thing to me. It depends. On, it depends on the slate. When we have no other fault, like it's like okay, I have money to pay up because I could play. Because it's it's those slates. Where it's like, uh oh, we got a forty one hundred dollar long staff, and then we got like another value in, and it's like, well, I guess if I'm going to pay up anywhere, do I play Nathan Redmond or just go all the way up to Vardy? So like, yes, I'll just go all the way up to Vardy, like that type of situation. I don't think we get those as yeah. much anymore. Okay, that's fair. Well, I don't want to play those. I don't. Just a lot of times at forward, you just don't have any other option. Right. I don't think you have to go. I don't even think you have to go further down than this. No. Not that you don't have to. I don't think you should. Right. Is there anyone here? No. Not for me. Isaac Hayden? No. Like, let's say Shelby does play. No. It doesn't make me want no, I, I, Hayden. No, it, it doesn't. No. Lewis Cook? <laughs> Only if he's <laughs> on the bench. Jeff Hendrick? I I think you can think of Hendrick at 3,300. I just think why you pl- why there are defenders. I'd rather just play a defender at that price than use up a midfield spot of Jeff Hendrick. I mean, you're, he's taking Longstaff spot or some one of these cheap guys, right? So I don't or think he's not think even in bad. this range. No, it's not. No, you're right. It's not. It's not horrible. You're right. I think people will play Hendrick. Okay, if uh, Westwood doesn't come back. Right, but it also depends on who else is in all the other lineups. Like, we get hey, Chelsea could come out with a. It, it could be William doesn't start, right? I mean, like, would but then you just play Callum Hudson and and maybe he doesn't start either. Then you play Pulisic. Maybe he doesn't start either. Who's starting? You? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. They're out of guys. Transfer right, you don't, you don't know. Although it's gone. No, it's going to be a front line of Tammy Abraham, uh, Metro, uh, Batshuayi, and Giroud. And Giroud, yeah. <laughs> right, just all three of them at once. <laughs> that'll work. Yep, that'll work. Is there any single... No. Well, you don't even wait for me to finish. No, there's no single defender that you need to spend up for. Or that will be highly owned. But... But there are I plenty still... that you can play. Yeah. And I and I still think you in a construction you probably play one of them. I agree. And I'd rather kind of play some of these guys than the five thousand dollar midfielder guys. Yep. I agree. I would have to. I, to me, I view like Reese James mm-hmm. at fifty two hundred to be like I I want to play like James. I don't necessarily want. I, these these Sheffield no way 
fullbacks are over 5K, Stevens and Baldock. But, I mean, you're relying on a system. I mean, like, no, they're good. Just that typically we're considering them at, like, 4,000. And their prices are up because in the context of the slate, and they've scored goals and assists mm-hmm. recently. Yeah, I think it's the Chelsea and the Leicester guys that you're really thinking of. Right. Um, not including as Piliqueta, who's actually not even in this group. And because of those guys, I don't know how you end up on Ryan Bertrand at 5,100. Right, especially when— like at 49. Right, and especially when, like, Cedric is 1,000. Exactly, yep. The only difference is is that it's a late game and maybe maybe Cedric doesn't start. That's possible. Right. Then you're ending up playing like, like Cresswell's out. No, no, no. He's not. He's not out. He's not out. I've I've heard I've heard that that he's questionable at least. He he is questionable, yes. Okay, okay, but he's not out. Yeah. But well, the Cresswell could be out. Masuaku would be a a risky one given the late game. Right. I wouldn't have that as like the last spot, mm-hmm. and it's quite possible that they're they're at the point where they're playing Zabaleta on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they could, right? Who's ancient? <laughs> it's probably Fredericks, though. He's only thirty nine hundred. But again, it's... right? But I think this is where you go. I mean, I think maybe you play one of the top, the upper guys, and then you could just go down. Yeah, I mean, you could go down twice. I mean, you can go down twice. The, it's not. I mean. Th- None, like we said, I don't think any single one, you know, if one of these guys has a 30-point game, that's not killing you. Not, not It's not like everybody's going to land on Ricardo Pereira or Emerson if he starts or Chilwell. Like, there are enough where I right. think you're not. But how about dead. the Aston Villa guys? How about, like, the, like Gilbert sure. or El Mahomedy, depending on yeah. who starts, or Target or whatever? I'd rather play El Mahomedy, but yeah. To me, they're in a range where, like, I don't think their floors are dramatically different than guys that are, like, 600 less. Uh, I mean, it's really just the Burnley guys, right? Right, right. That's yeah. exactly what we're talking They're home against Newcastle. Against, I mean, yeah. like, what's... Peters at 3,800? Yep. Loughton at 3,700? Yep. What's wrong with these guys? I agree. I don't want to play the Norwich. I don't want to play uh, Byram or Lewis or whoever. Yeah. Aaron's what well, I mean they're the biggest underdog away underdog I right. mean I just it's, it's I have other guys to choose from but I think in a in a Willian Madison build I think you're gonna have to play like two of those guys in a Willian yes for sure <clears throat> I mean you may you may play them in non in a non in a non Willian Madison build yep but I think especially in that build, like I don't think that build contains like Willian Madison and then like Reese James. and Reese James, right? <laughs> right. Like I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't think you do it they, unless you're unless you're playing like two. If you're if you're playing Robbie Brady and Sean Longstaff, Ugh. like then okay, I could see that. <clears throat> I just I don't think that's an optimal way to build. I mean, if you're, yeah, yeah, I agree. What What do we do? In the case, depending on on how they line up, that like Mankio lines up as like a like a winger. Does that like upgrade him at forty six hundred? No. I I have to throw it at, for GPP. I don't know. No. I have to think of something, right? I have to look and go like, how about DeAndre Liedlin? No, I, I don't see any reason. To do that. I w- I think if you're going to look at Mankio, you may as well just play as Piliqueta. If he's playing, I mean, it depends yeah. on who starts on that side. Yes, I agree. Only play him if he starts. Right. right. Only play starters. Yeah. Yep. Sharp. Goal- goalkeeper. If I told you that Lester won in a clean sheet, do you build around Schmeichel? One in a clean sheet, so that's 10 points. Yep. I don't see any reason why not. Well, it adjusts, obviously, the rest of your build. Right. But I'm guaranteed 10 points in there. Correct. I I, I would think that you're a snake oil salesman. You're talking <laughs> about goalkeeper, and that never happens. Okay? 
Yes, if, if yes, if you if, if I got guaranteed ten points, if I got guaranteed ten points at goalkeeper, I take that guy every slate and just act as if like I need to build around that guy because goalkeeper is the most varying position. Mm-hmm. Okay. So to me, it's not a matter of Schmeichel; it's a matter of that you're guaranteeing me points, enough points that pays off any of these salaries, that I'm just going to take it and not have to deal with any vary. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean to play Schmeichel. Yeah, you're also saying that as if the other positions have no variance. Well, not as much as goalkeeper. Mm. What about if it was just Schmeichel's variance? <laughs> we don't live in a world where just one goalkeeper has variance? No, no. We live in a world where one goalkeeper doesn't have variance. Oh, Schmeichel doesn't. So why do they bother playing the game? Or we should just stop. They're going to win 3 nothing. End of story. Because we need to find out how many crosses Madison has. Oh, that's why we have to play the games. <laughs> they really, they don't really care otherwise. It's right. like Opta needs to have their stats, even though we know this is 3 nothing. Right. right. Like, right. Like we need to know if Vardy needs. scores them or Ianacho, But we right. just know that Schmeichel has the win in the clean sheet. Right. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go up, I'd pay for him over, over Kappa. I, I mean... I don't see any reason to play anybody other like above five thousand than Schmeichel. I agree. I agree, and you could almost kind of say the same on the other side. Like, why not play Heaton? I think Heaton is the one that everybody will go to. Right. I think it'll be Heaton or Ramsdale. Uh, sure. I mean, you could make a bill if you're gonna make if you're gonna pay up a bunch of spots, and you're. I mean, Ramsdale's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, I think the problem. I mean, it's not a problem, but like Ramsdale, or excuse me, um, Heaton, uh, Dubrovka, and Martin are Martin. all within 200 bucks of each other. Right. So even if you so it's not like I think everybody's going to Heaton. Like I think those three guys are close enough where I don't think people are zeroing out with 4,200 enough where if you go with Dubrovko or Martin, you're like so far behind the people who have Heaton. Right. But I think I but I think that's going to be the popular. You're going to pay 40. You're either paying for Schmeichel or you're taking one of those three. Yep. And if you're trying to jam in as many midfielders as possible or, you know, paying up everywhere. I think people are going to choose Ramsdale over Krull. Mm-hmm. But still, it's goalkeeper. I mean... I actually wonder if Krull makes more sense than Ramsdale if you're paying up for all of these midfielders because Mount probably needs a goal. Right, but I wouldn't be paying up for Mount. Oh, he's not one of the three? No. Oh, okay. Madison. That's what I'm saying. Right. Okay. Madison, Grealish, right. Like something like that. And James Ward Prowse, where you're sitting there, like where your only Chelsea exposure is Reese James. Right. Right. And it's like, okay. Or you have none, or you have zero Chelsea exposure. So you're just like, okay, plug in Ramsdale. Hopefully it's not a negative six. Right. Right. But that's, that's what you do when you play cheap goalkeepers. Yep. Or they could give up four goals and have the highest score on the slate. So, I mean, like it could be that also. Oh, they gave up four goals. They have 12 saves. High score. Schmeichel's sitting there with his guaranteed 10 points going, what, what, what happened to me? Mm-hmm. This guy gave up four goals. He has 16 points. I sat in a beach chair doing nothing because I had no shots against me. Mm-hmm. But you got your guaranteed 10 points for 5,900. Yeah, it's not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed in this game. Who is more likely to get 10 points, Schmeichel or... Howerhan or Norwood or McGinn. I think Schmeichel. Or I think that's the point. I think that's the point that you're making. Yeah. That I think Schmeichel has a higher floor than the 6K midfielders. Yeah, right. <clears throat> Your 2v2 is Sean Longstaff and Schmeichel or Heaton and Snodgrass. And you're playing for floor. Right. So who do you play? Technically, it should probably should be the Schmeichel combination, right? 
but also but the seal but and, and the sealant combination would be the opposite. Right. Snodgrass Heaton would be like a higher seal for sure. Right. Although if you're if you're really doing that, you should probably play McGinn instead of Snodgrass. Oh, now there's too many variables. Now you could now now. So how, can I not play McGinn in cash? No, no I'm about, just saying if I, you play McGinn, can I play McGinn and then go up to uh, to 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 Dubrovka? Well, no, because if McGinn scores, then you have a better chance of a Heaton win. Okay, so That's you have I to put that. them together. Yes. I'm confused. I'm not confused. I'm just saying that we're talking about goalkeeper. Right. It's actually going to be a Heaton long ball to McGinn. So Heaton will get oh, the win and the, the assist. assist. Yeah. Oh, now i got to do that. Yeah, now you don't have to worry about the clean the clean sheet because he's actually earned more more points from the assist. And he got no, a shot assist. I would assisted. think that's how, Sh- that's how Schmeichel gets bailed out. Oh, the He gives up an early goal. Vardy? Right, and he gets the assist of Vardy. Sharp. And he still ends up with 10 points. He'll get there. Mm. It's amazing we give this away for free. <laughs> Anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm a Rotowire Andrew. Uh, if you are not a subscriber to the site and would like to try us out, just head over to roto- rotowire.com slash soccer trial. I don't think I've ever flubbed that one before. You get 10 free days on the site, no credit card required. Uh, you can also get access to our subscriber Discord chat, which is very, very active during Premier League slates specifically. So head over there and try us out. Jordan, thank you for that, and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.